Hi, it's Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast review. I finally finished the fourth season of 12 Monkeys. I will do a basically non-spoiler review. Twelve Monkeys has turned out to be a giant surprise. They nail the ending. Short version is, watch all four seasons and then start thinking about it. Because I could not have predicted where the fourth season was going to go. I I don't want to watch TV shows based on movies. Reinventions of movies that I love. I love Twelve Monkeys. It's been a favorite. It's one of Terry Gilliam's more mainstream, still dense and weird movies. Uh, it was my first time really liking Brad Pitt. Bruce Willis was good in it. Um, Madeline Stowe was good in it. It's a good story. It's weird. Um, it sticks in your mind when it's done. I didn't need a TV show, as I mentioned in my other reviews of this show. They took the idea and after the first episode or two, just ran with it and kind of did their own things and unpredictable things. Like I said, it's avoided the time travel show of the week thing that a lot of time travel shows do. We're in a new time. Let's wear new clothes this week and have fun. They don't do that. Every time they jump somewhere, they splinter somewhere. It's for a reason. It's organic. It's part of the the idea of it. And they don't do it a lot. And when they do it, they do it well. There's a few times they jump far into the past and they pull it off. Special effects wise, costumes, makeup, all that kind of stuff. They pull off some big futuristic special effects, and in the they obviously spent a lot of money on the fourth season because the final ninety minute episode pulls out all the stops, like you want some big time travel show to do. You get a great resolution, you know, final resolution to a lot of storylines. They wrap up some things. There's even, you know, it's the right ending. I I don't want to say if it's happy or sad or whatever, because I don't want to give any spoilers, but it's the right ending. It's the right final season. Every once in a while, the show has done that what you expect a time travel show or a science fiction show or a science fiction show with a romance in it or an action show with a romance in it kind of thing. But then they will, the next episode, just totally redeem it. Um, Not, not, time travel shows can also erase everything they do behind them, you know, um, Time travel episodes of shows can do that at the end and make it like it never happened. Well, fortunately, there's consequences to most of what they do. And sometimes when they jump, there's echoes that come back later. And the showrunners did a great job on maintaining. I don't know what the the behind the scenes were. I think the show changed networks or showrunners at some point. There was a brief time in the third season it felt a little like lost, like maybe they hadn't planned this change or this plot twist and they had to based on actors' availability or something else. But by the end, I don't think that was the case. I think maybe they did know where they were going. Sure, there's some parts in the middle. I mean, you, when you have different writers and different directors come in, the show over the span of four seasons is going to be different. And I'm glad because it was enough variety to keep me interested. I've talked many times in reviews lately that TV is just not interesting me these days because there's a lot of sameness to it. A lot of taking a two-hour idea and stretching it out to eight to ten hours. Um for no reason. Some of these shows don't need to be that long. Yes, there have been exceptions to the rule, and this is definitely one. A TV show based on a movie I love that's actually good in its own right and worth watching the investment of all four seasons. There was a time in the fourth season where I thought maybe this wasn't also the plan, but the way it resolves absolves everything. I could not have planned where this was going. I haven't really talked about the actors in the show because in the beginning I didn't know who was going to last. 
there's a lot of characters that remain through the entire thing. I think Aaron Stanford was the right pick for the character. They wanted to do not a Bruce Willis, but somebody who has that kind of can be the weary, but also the optimistic. And when you see him in the final season, give a real smile, <laughs> you realize he hasn't done it through the whole show. It's 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 stunning, actually. It's like, wow, that that made a moment. Um Amanda Schull, Schull, however you pronounce her name, I've seen her in other things. I think she's always been adequate. I think she's better in this, and I think in some episodes she's amazing in this. Um, Barbara Sakawa, I don't know that I've ever seen her in anything. She plays, you know, kind of a semi-mad scientist, and she's great. Emily Hemshire, who I like from Schitt's Creek, um, is Really amazing as the the Goins character. That's the Brad Pitt character from the movie. Um, and Todd Stashwick. I've seen him in other things, but he plays Deacon. Remarkably deep for what's a bad guy become good guy, or maybe is he, or is he a Han Solo, or anyway. Um, he did a great job with it. And there's some other characters they bring in. Um, the venerable Christopher Lloyd makes an appearance in the last season. That was kind of big. Um the tall man from the uh, um, from the Phantasm movies made an appearance. The uh, the guy that played um, the killer in Manhunter, his name is escaping me at the moment, but he figures a lot in this. When they made the switch of baddies in the third season, I wasn't entirely happy with that change. And I thought the person they chose and the person who plays it did an adequate job, but got better as it went along. And boy, is the ending in, of the very fourth, you know, the very end of the fourth season is totally satisfying. Just completely satisfying. Anyway, no spoilers, but just to say, this is one of the better sci-fi shows of all time. It's not on the elevated level of something like... um the expanse which is is pretty heavy stuff um but this is up there this it's a time travel show and what i love about how they ended it is you can still watch the whole thing again you can still go back and think about things and the and the timelines and the offshoots and how this resolved and how this and this and look at it in different ways it's it's actually quite you know what the intent of the original movie and the original story was that Terry Gilliam was also a remake of a French film, by the way, um, or a French mini movie kind of thing. Anyway, with that in mind, somebody rethought what could come from that storyline. And they did a great job. It's one of the great all-time sci-fi shows because they stick the landing. It tells a complete story over the four seasons. And no matter what happens with TV and the... the uh, I've talked about it in previous podcasts, filming a movie, they block out a section of time, three months, six months, whatever, and that's what they have to make the movie. TV shows are filmed on a weekly basis. They have to get the TV show done and in the can to get to the distributor. Yes, these days, sometimes they do film TV shows as long-form movies, but still a lot of TV shows and streaming shows are filmed on a schedule, much like TV shows. It's a faster schedule. Um, they have less time to do the acting and stuff. They will take more time on the post-production if it needs special effects or uh, creating extending scenes and things like that. There's, a, there's CGI in just about every TV show you watch to extend the scene beyond where they were filming to cover up things or to make it look bigger or farther back or whatever. Um, that happens a lot. And on a show like this, they don't spend a lot of time on special effects. So that's awesome, you know, that 
that when they do, they spend a lot of money on it, especially in this fourth season. So anyway, to wrap up the review without getting into spoilers, and we can talk more like spoilers like I did when I was reviewing in the beginning in another podcast, but this is for someone who hasn't even started it yet. You're listening to this because, well, here's somebody who's finished it. What do they think of it? Totally worth the ride. Um, TV shows like Dark, TV shows like 12 Monkeys. It's hard to say lost in that company. Lost started well, but kind of lost its way to make a funny out of it. And I just think this show, shows like Dark, The Expanse, they don't go off and start jumping the shark to keep you watching. They have a story to tell, and they tell it, and they tell it well. It's still a TV show. You know, it's still less than a movie. But man, for an episodic TV show, this was one of the better time travel stories ever told. You get a great reward at the end. You get a great ride along the way. As TV shows go, this I'm totally glad I bought it. I bought it cheap, but still, I'm glad it's in the collection because one day when I'm thinking about it and want to watch um, you know, a long-form TV program and there's nothing to stream or streaming services have done what they've done, um, I can pull it out and watch it again at any time. It's a good show. It, it quality. Every once in a while, there's an episode. If I didn't like an episode or didn't like what they did in an episode, they would somehow the next episode, and I don't think that was a plan. I just think that's where the story took it organically. But they would resu- the next episode would go, <laughs> well... I really don't care about that last episode because this episode was so good. Anyway, I think they stuck the landing. Um, so I didn't look at any reviews or anything on these. And now when I go back and look and Google, you know, look up things about season one, season two, the reviews got better. Like the reviews for season three were like 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. The reviews for season four are 100%. Granted, there's like only 12 reviews, but every single review is like, this is great. And the people reviews are at like 88%. It's a strong show. Kudos to the showrunners. Going to watch what else they've done because this was well done. Uh, They stuck the landing. Watch the whole thing. It's worth watching. 12 Monkeys, the TV series. Big surprise. Glad I picked up season one for a dollar from HamiltonBook.com and eventually picked up all four seasons to to watch it. Uh, I told you back then that it's available from Universal in individual seasons and they're very expensive. Or it's available from Mill Creek Entertainment. The quality is fine, if not better. And you get all four seasons in a box for 30 something odd dollars more than worth it if you want four seasons of a TV show. It's worth it. It I agree with the critics on this one. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I got to say, they stick the landing. 12 Monkeys, all four seasons, worth watching. Scott, I'm Rockfile. More podcasts on the way. We're going to talk about my thoughts on streaming services on an upcoming because I think there's just too much content these days. But that'll be a whole nother podcast coming soon to Rockfile's podcast. Thank you for taking time out of your day and listening. Have a spectacular one. 